Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello there, my name is Jessica and this is the Sunshine Girl podcast. Now on this podcast we deal with everything, life and living it, personal development, relationship issues and so much more. And so I'm hoping that you sit back and enjoy. A lot of this content has been repurposed from my YouTube channel, that's the Jessica OS channel. And it's repackaged and brought to you right here on your favorite podcast platform. And so sit back, relax and enjoy. So some women are thrilled about a curved penis. They say it hits the right spot. But I mean, is, I don't know, a curved penis actually a normal thing? Should men worry? Is that okay? Or is there something deeper that they need to be concerned about? Now in today's video, I'm gonna be hosting a urologist and I'll introduce him shortly, but we're gonna answer all these questions and more. And so if you're a guy out there who has a curved penis, yeah, this video is for you. Today, my guest is Dr. Primal Patel. Is that how you pronounce your name? Yep. Okay, I got it right on the first try. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Okay, so let's have a chat about the curved penis. It looks like it's a thing that a lot of men, um, you know, seem to have, or at least the few that I know about. <laughs> and um, I know it's connected to a condition called, well, in some cases, I guess, connected to a condition called the, is it Peyronie's disease? Yeah, Peyronie's disease, absolutely. Please tell me a little bit about that. What is it? Yeah, 100%. So just as you kind of mentioned, like in terms of the curved penis, like people may say, oh, it's curved in all the right ways. But, you know, when, when we think about cur penile curvature, uh, there's kind of two categories. There's Peyronie's disease where people acquire it, where it's developed over time. And then there's something called cordy, which is something that you're born with that you may not notice, obviously, until you, st until you start having erections. So typically, these patients are going to be younger, probably in their teens, and they may not even notice that it's an issue, um, or they may have watched, you know, pornography or something like that and may say, hey, why is mine curving downwards and then start seeking care at that point. And so when we think about penile curvatures, they can come in all different shapes, sizes and angles as well. They can curve up, left, right towards yourself, hourglass. So it's the whole concept of abnormal penile configuration, especially when the penis is erect. And if it's acquired, it happened over time. That's what's called Peyronie's disease. Right. I, I do hear some guys say, oh, maybe that's because, especially when they are, um, should I say, packing their goods, for once for a better word. <laughs> they either put it, let's say, to the right or the left, and that causes the curvature. I've heard so many stories about that. Can you dispute that or agree? Yeah, you know, a lot of people, there's so many things out there when we talk about what actually caused this, right? I think the first question that people always get, um, you know, they're a bit self-conscious. of like, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't traumatize or hurt myself. And, 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 you know, realistically, we actually don't really know what causes Peyronie's disease. It, it's a wound healing disorder. So there's some mechanism, whether it's trauma or maybe some underlying genetics that predisposes the scar tissue. And I kind of, when I speak to patients, I, I give my own examples. Like I, I've had a, a, you know, a little cut on my arm and it healed poorly, right? You can see a scar there. Well, why did I scar there? 
right? But it also probably doesn't matter because it's on my arm. But imagine that scar on your penis, some structure that needs to elongate. Eventually that skin or that area can't expand and it causes that curvature. And so typically that scar can be on the top of the penis and most commonly men present with upwards curvatures. So mm -hmm. number one, we don't really know what causes it. Probably some underlying wound healing disorder. There are certainly some conditions that are associated with it. So something called Dupuytren's contractures, where men can have scar tissue on their hands, like kind of like trigger fingers, like on their fingers. Um, you know, there's other sort of conditions, something called tympanosclerosis, like uh, people who've had prostate surgery or their prostate removed. And maybe there's a period of time where they had less blood flow to the penis and the penis cannot be as... Um, you know, recover as quickly from injury or diabetes. There's something that's causing an abnormal wound healing response. Right. Are, are there any known risk factors? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I would say the, the known risk factors are going to be some of those conditions like the Dupuytren's contractures, uh, people who've had like prostate surgery. So their prostate removed from cancer, people who are diabetic. So there's certainly some populations that have higher risk of Peyronie's disease. Right. Okay. And, and how, do men know they have it? Like, should you be worried just because your, your penis curves in a certain, I don't know, angle? Or is there something specific that if you see, you know that, hey, I got to get to the next urologist for an assessment? And that's a fantastic question because it's so common that we get patients that see us because they're just scared that there's something really bad going on. And it, the cancer always comes up, right? They're concerned that this is the C word, that this is some underlying penile cancer. Fortunately, this doesn't transform into anything scary like that. When men have curvatures and they're fully functional and it's not really bothering them and it's not bothering their partner, you really don't need to do anything for it. It's when it's impacting sexual function. Uh, maybe you've had penile shortening and it's really distressing your relationship and your sexual performance or even your psychological health. That's when you should seek care. Right. You talk about penile shortening. Um, can you care to elaborate on that? What exactly happens? Your yeah. penis literally becomes shorter than it was? Absolutely. So what happens is that scar really doesn't expand the, pe uh, the penis, and then your penis can actually shrink considerably. And that's probably of the most distressing symptoms that patients with Peyronie's disease develop. That's the one. And this is a conversation I was having with a few male friends of mine. Um, is it true that if you have rough, what they call rough sex, you could possibly get into that condition. Yeah, I mean, it all kind of depends, right? Like, you know, the, the penis can take a lot of uh, assault to it, right? Like, it's, it's a pretty robust structure. I think ultimately, you know, penile fractures are a real thing where that there's a cylinder around the penis that gets, that's where the blood goes into that causes the erection. If during, you know, rigorous sexual activity, if the penis like came out and you, you kind of hit the bone or something like that and you cause a fracture, then mm -hmm. certainly you could cause this sort of cascade of Peyronie's disease. Um, but just regular, you know, rigorous physical activity or sexual activity really shouldn't be causing Peyronie's disease. Okay. And just in case there are men out there who, you know, are watching this video who can relate or feel like, hey, I might have to come in and see a urologist. Um, what kind of treatment options are available if you do have Peyronie's disease? Yeah. So, so, you know, number one, I think a treatment itself is almost just reassurance, right? So if, if you're not bothered by it, you're functioning and you just want reassurance that this is not cancer or it's something scary happening in itself, that also alleviates a lot of men. But men who have penile shortening, they can use traction devices, which can restore penile length. 
Um, there's injections where sometimes we will use medications to break up that scar tissue. So typically these injections occur once a week or once every other week. And we bring them in for a series of injections. Um, so there are some oral medications, some pills that we will give in combination with those other treatments that can help. Um, and then finally, we think about surgery. So there are surgical interventions where we will uh, correct the curvature where there's kind of two classifications of that, where one surgery involves putting stitches on the opposite side of the curvature to strain it. So if the curve kind of goes upwards, we put stitches on the backside to strain it. Okay. Or there's another surgery where we'll actually remove that scar tissue and put a graft on. And then the last line of options, if, if men have really bad erections with curvature, we sometimes put a penile implant in. And so that deals with the curvature and the erections. Right. Uh, what would you say, like, if, if it's left untreated for... I don't know, prolonged periods of time, like what could be the long-term implications of Peyronie's disease, would you say? There's a few studies that have looked at kind of like the natural history of this. And when men have reached a certain plateau, because the one thing about Peyronie's disease is that it does change. And so someone may notice the curvature and then they'll, they'll, they may see their physician because they'll say, oh, I'm having some pain and the curvature is changing. Okay. Cause it can change. And eventually it reaches this sort of chronic phase where there's like three to six months where it's sort of it's stable, like stable phase. At that point, it often doesn't get worse. Most men tend to stay the same. Mm. So there is some very common question that I get is that if I don't do anything right now, will it get worse? If you've reached that stable phase, it doesn't always you know, it doesn't always get worse after that. What would be the best way to manage the pain that comes with a condition in case there are people who are watching who, who have that? Yeah. And, and that, again, that one can be probably, you know, it, the shortening is a really distressing one, but the pain as well. So number one, when it comes to like guidelines, sort of that we, that we think about just anti-inflammatory. So Advil sort of a recommended guideline injection medication. So there are some injections that we can inject directly into that scar to help with the pain. And then there's even shockwave treatments. So shockwave treatments are when, um, you know, it's kind of growing sort of era of the shockwave treatment for erectile dysfunction. But okay. when men have Peyronie's associated pain, shockwave treatment has been shown to be helpful. Uh, the one caveat to all this is that in over 90% of men, the pain does go away. So it's not, it doesn't tend to be chronic or persistent. It's super rare to have it long-term. I've only seen one or two people in my career where they've had this long time, uh, long-standing pain. Most people it goes away. Okay. Well, good to know. Um, so my final question, I guess, um, is should men be worried if they have a curved penis? If they, like, this may be the first time they're hearing about it, um, Peyronie's disease. That is, if you have a curved penis, should you be worried? Yeah. And I don't think you should be worried. I think the one thing that, that men need to know is that it's so common. It is so common to have penile curvatures. There's a lot of great treatment options that most men come in thinking that there's no options available to them, that there's nothing they can do, that they're alone. So I think it's just breaking that stigma and realizing you're number one, you're not alone. Number two, there's a lot of great treatment options. And number three, no one's going to think this is from some rigorous sexual ex escapade. You know, I think that's where everyone always thinks that I'm going to be judged by the doctor. That's not the right. case. Most right. times this happens when we don't even know why. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And I, and I guess um, this, this conversation will also be maybe a big relief to men who may be worried, you know, especially um, 
maybe hearing about it for the first time and um, being concerned that this may have to end them up in a, in a doctor's office such as you, yourself. Um, but yeah, that being said, I think we've, we've done justice to this topic. Um, if there are people who are watching this video right now and you have any questions uh, for Dr. Patel, don't worry, you can drop them in the comments below. And, and how can people find you on social media as well? I think that's really important. Yeah, so a couple of things are, you can go to our website, mhclinic.ca, where there's a lot of information out there. Uh, and then they can look us up on uh, Instagram as well. So at Men's Health MB. So we always, you know, ask questions, comments, message us, and we can answer any questions you have. Sounds good. Thank you so much for your time, Doc. We'll catch you again, I'm sure, in another video. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with someone else who will find this information beneficial. I hope the conversations were great as well. And if they were, make sure you tune in again and subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications so whenever I post a podcast, you're able to listen in and share once again. If you'd like to support this podcast, you absolutely can. You can become a supporter of this channel. Just search for it right here on this platform or you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Jessica OS. I would absolutely love all the support that I can get. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I'll see you again soon. Mm -hmm.